Economics in the Spirit present... How to be a success. Ordinary men living extraordinary lives. The podcast that explores the messy nuts and bolts behind people's success. Now here's your host, S.B. Cole, author of The Good Man, exploring economics and the spirit. Karen, I don't actually have words for what you've just said. We're gonna, <laughs> honestly, and then you do your laughter as well. We're going to move on to the, the mountaintop section, but I think with you, it's going to be a different kind of mountaintop section. Mm. Well, actually, no, because this is the question mm. that I have for the mountaintop section that I put for you. Mm-hmm. It fits both sides of it, because the question is, what are the moments when you have truly seen the goodness of God in your life? Ooh, child. Now, this could take the rest of the interview. <laughs> and I'm going to point, I'm going to say three moments. Okay. When I, whoo. So the first of the three um, mountaintop moments where I've seen the goodness of God, I'm going to tell you the story of when my baby girl, who's the fifth of five children, who I was three months pregnant with. I mentioned this. I was three months pregnant with her when my husband left. Um, When she was born in September the 10th, about three weeks later, and and her pregnancy was the, the worst of the five in the sense that I was at the hospital every single month. And, and prior to having baby girl, my husband was very present. So I never had a hospital appointment without my husband there. He was at the birth of all the, all my sons, very, very present. So I was very, very anxious about having this baby without his presence there. So it was really, really hard. And, and the nurses and doctors, you know, I was in my 40s. So it was all this talk about, you know, she could be this and this could happen. It was just hor- horrific in terms of mentally. So when so one of the fears that I had was that I wouldn't be able to love her the way I loved my sons because of the trauma surrounding her birth and me carrying her, me being alone. So now by this time, my, me and my the boys lived in our own place. We'd moved back to London it was it was it was a horrific time and it was she was about three weeks old and I was in my room the boys were at school and I was feeding her I just finished feeding her and I was just looking at her and I actually have this video because for some reason I took out my phone and I was filming her and as I was filming her I was just like wow this is a gift from God like there was such an overwhelming presence of God in the room that it's hard for me to describe unless you really felt the presence of God but I felt like the room became enveloped in the love of God and as I was looking at her I was thinking she is so amazing and the love I feel for her could make me explode right now as I was having this moment I heard God say almost audibly but I know it wasn't He said, this is how I feel about my son. And I was like, and he was talking about my my husband, my ex-husband at the time. I was like, excuse me? And God said, this feeling you have right now is how I feel about my son. And I was like, I don't care. (laughs) Why are you telling me about your son? 
and God said, Karen, your opinion of my son is not my opinion. And I'm telling you this is a mountaintop moment for me because that's when my journey to forgiving my husband started. When I realized that in spite of what he did to me and in spite of what he did to those kids, God still loved him. And God expected me to do the same. And God gave me a suit. All I can describe it as is a supernatural grace to start this journey of forgiveness. And I say that's a mountaintop moment because if you are living in bitterness and unforgiveness, you cannot. This is, these are some of the reasons people don't hear from God, because you're bitter and you're unforgiving. <laughs> this is why. And to me, to have the grace to forgive is a mountaintop moment. And my daughter is you, you you've heard her around. She's gonna be five this year and she has never met her dad. So my story is not one where it was restored, I forgave him, he came back, he started seeing none of that has happened. He still doesn't see the boys. He has never met his daughter, and I still, by God's grace, have forgiven him. The second one <laughs> is when my best friend died. And it's crazy that the mountaintop moments are in the most painful seasons of my life, right? Mm -hmm. But these are the three I've chosen. And this 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 friend, her name was Joy Ibe. She was what, what I called my ministry aide. When my husband left, she was the person who literally became my right hand. Because when I was still pregnant with Annabelle, one of the things the Lord spoke to me, he said, you will not allow this pain to prevent you from fulfilling my purpose. Now, I often tell that story because I thought God was very unfair at that time. Um, prior to the past five years, I've never felt that God was unfair. But during the past five years, there were moments where I've been like, God, that's unfair. That's not fair. And that was one of those moments where I was like, Lord, you really want me to keep doing everything I'm doing? And you can see that I'm bleeding out here. And, you know, it was just like there was no sympathy. There was mercy and grace, but no sympathy for me, um, which I'm now very, very grateful for because so much great and wonderful things have come out of it. It was Saturday, the 6th of August, 2016, because I had gone to a healing retreat by myself, LL Ministries. And I was coming back from the healing retreat and God had spoken to me so clearly while I was there. And I called her and I was like, you are not going to believe what God showed me while I was away. And I was just sharing with her all the things that God said and what he did. And we had arranged to meet on the Wednesday because I was going to give her a ministry download, which is what I would normally do. Went home and then the early hours of the morning, her daughter calls me screaming down the phone. Mum's not breathing. Mum's not breathing. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, mum's not breathing. I was like, have you called the ambulance? She said, yeah. I said, I'll be there shortly. So it took me about 45 minutes to get to her house. Cutting the story short, she was pronounced dead by the time she got to the hospital. It, I did not grieve joy until I get to the third mountaintop, which I'll tell you about in a minute. I was so shocked by her death that I refused to grieve her because I was like, this cannot be happening. There's no way that my husband has left me and my ministry aide have just died. This cannot be happening. And then her daughters wanted me to preach at her funeral. 
which God gave me, this is where I saw the grace and the goodness of God, because he gave me such a profound word to preach at her funeral that it literally became the foundation upon which her three babies were able to stand and continue to have faith in the God that their mom served. It was deep. I saw God all over that. So that was number two. Next week in the Mountaintop episode part two, Karen Allen tells us about how she saw the goodness of God at the most heartbreaking time in her life. Here's a snippet. The third time that I have chosen out of the many that I could have chosen was the passing of my baby brother. 